Let's quickly pray. We can just stay standing and let's pray. It's actually just a time to also just prepare our hearts. God, we are trusting that You'd speak to us now. And we thank You that Your Word is a seed. That's what we get taught, that You plant in our hearts. You're the ultimate gardener. Not only can You plant Your Word in our hearts, but You can also prepare our hearts. So will You do that right now? If there's anything that's just really weighed us down or uh, really just put a hardness on our hearts, will You soften our hearts now so we can hear You clearly, so we don't miss out on what You have for us, God. We submit to You. We want to do Your will. Resist the devil. We thank You that he has to flee. Pray Your protection around us and our children. Pray in this hedge of protection, you'd minister to us, bring freedom into our life and healing. And if anyone is not in a relationship with you, will you draw them unto yourself right now so they can receive you as their Savior in Jesus' name? And everyone believe it said, Amen. Amen. Last thing, let's, Jesus, I pray that the Springboks would play amazing rugby and that they'd get better and better every game. In Jesus' name. Anyone believe it said amen, amen. Awesome. Listen, it's good to pray for sports teams that God supports, like the Springboks in Liverpool. Every other sports team, you know what I mean? God's not into that. I'm just saying, just giving you guys a clear warning. Um, But um, the All Blacks have decided they never want to play on a Friday night again. I don't know if you guys heard that. They're planning on skipping all Friday night tests. So, you know what I mean? Um, any tests in Europe, Friday night. But it was a good start to the World Cup. I hope you're going to enjoy it. And tonight we're going to do things differently. Uh, we're going to have the, the rugby over here. So um, if you are planning on coming out, why don't you get here a bit earlier? We have some food. Just changing things up a bit. Um, just, you know what I mean? It's one game that's going to affect uh, Sunday. So we thought, hey, it's a one game. Let's have some fun with it and let's create an environment where people can come watch some sport. So tonight's all about food, socializing and rugby. Okay, so if you want to come out, want to enjoy, enjoy us. Um, and that starts at quarter to six. The game kicks off. So we say get you a bit earlier. And if we are losing, we'll just put the volume down and start to pray and to see, you know what I mean? Like just, it's just be a powerful moment. I think it's important. So, you know, I mean, it can lead to greater prayer and praise. Every, you know, anything about it, when we're winning, we'll be praising. So it'll be fun. So we're starting a brand new series called Make It Fun. Okay. You might be going, did I come to church to hear that message? Well, I want you to lean in and just look at what Scripture says about making it fun. Ecclesiastes 8 verse 15 says, So I recommend having, there it is, it's not up. I thought the team's with me. I thought we're in unity over here. If they could put that scripture up. There it is. Here we go again. So I recommend having. So I want you guys to leave this up because I, I want you to get it. I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink and enjoy life. That way they'll experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives gives them under the sun. So Solomon writes this, and I want you to see that, that this Scripture teaches us, and even as God inspires a writer, that, that fun is a key ingredient because life will have hard work. Um, there's so much good work that's hard. I want to remind you that work was given to us before Adam and Eve sinned. And that's why work is actually so fulfilling. And when you do a good day's worth of work, you actually feel alive. When you do a bad day of work, you've been on social media, you feel like you've robbed the place you work for when you drive home. You, you, know I mean? you feel agitated, but you do a good day, 
You actually sleep better. You're in a way better mood. So work's good, but work is hard. There are many great blessings in your life that is hard. Um, God gives you awesome children and then they keep you up for a few years. You don't sleep. You go, what a blessing you are. I wish I could sleep. Anyway, but it can be hard. Um, um, with, with girls, clearly it's a bit easier for them to, to, to focus on their schoolwork sometimes. And then the boys, they don't get into studying as much. They just want to play some sport. So trying to get them to study for a test can be hard. But then they get into their rhythm. Um, but, but that's not always the case. Uh, but, but then you are in traffic and you've been blessed with a job in a country where having a job is a massive privilege. Um, but, but you've got this job and all of a sudden it can get hard. Um, so, so these things are a blessing. We don't want to walk away from the blessing, but God teaches us that we need to understand that we also need to make sure we're having fun. I think when we're not having fun, we walk away from what God's blessed us with. Uh, we actually don't look at it in its proper light. We don't see the blessing clearly when we're actually not having fun. So that's why we see here. So I recommend having fun because there's nothing better for people in this world than to enjoy life. It's, it's not saying that, that all there is to life is having fun, but it is saying that there's nothing better for people. Um, so there's going to be many good things in life, but having fun would be up there as an ingredient. Of course, your work life is way better when you're having fun. They reckon people who work in a fun environment work there for longer. But people who work in an environment that's not fun can't wait to leave. Um, so it does make work better. So we want to teach you over the next three weeks how to add some joy into your journey. Because you have got a journey. Um, you can journey through this life. Um, you've got to have amazing opportunities to work and to enjoy this life, but you're going to have to learn how because if you don't, aren't intentional about it, you might wake up very sad and actually overlook the blessings that you have. So Scripture says here that it's a, it's a, it's a top value. You should make it a priority, um, that you should start to, have fun, and in a way, embrace joy that God wants to give you. Start to live a life that has joy as a top priority. The Bible does not say that, that nothing else matters. It's saying that, that having fun is important. It says that there's actually nothing else better than having fun while doing life. I need you to see that. There's nothing else better than having fun while doing life. So it's not telling you to switch off from life, from work, from the things that are hard. But it's encouraging us to add this ingredient. Anyone have a meal that lacks ingredients? Come on, anyone had a meal that needs some more salt? Salt somehow a solution? Or you've got a sauce that you like. If you go to a restaurant, you always want that sauce. Um, what about a meal that's got only one ingredient that's, ingredient that's bland? We don't want that meal. Um, so much, it's also with life. We don't just want a hard life. God's saying there will be hard things. Scripture actually even says in this life, you will have trouble. 
But he says, don't worry, I've overcome the world. Well, clearly there's a joy. We, we are doing this hard life with the one who's overcome. We can have a joy. We can actually still enjoy this life because there's nothing we'll face with God that we won't get through. I always think of that scripture that he made us, made us wonderfully and skillfully for every day ahead. When he, he saw the days ahead, he, he put me together and said, I'm going to make Andre strong enough. I believe every day I'm facing, I've already been made for in Jesus' name. How much more can I be more than a conqueror in it with Christ who's in me? So, so I can actually enjoy it. His mercies are new every morning. I can wake up with the joy and go, I'm going to enjoy today. So I need to not have a bland life. And, and when we are not intentional about having fun, we, we're going to get what's coming anyway. We're going to have hard work come. But this scripture says, make sure you're having fun. Because your life will get bland. Life is hard when you're not having fun. Marriage is hard when you're not having fun. Parenting is hard when you're not having fun. Work life's hard when you're not having fun. But marriage is great when you're having fun. Parenting's great when you're having fun. Work life's great when you, you do you see what I'm saying? It's a key ingredient. So I'm gonna give you four things. Number one, fun is intentional. Now, some things are gonna happen and they're gonna randomly happen to you and you're gonna laugh. Now, um, I remember um, our founding pastor was doing a wedding and this hall hadn't been built and it was the small building and, and he showed up in his black suit and a tie and a white shirt and he forgot his keys and he had to get in the building. I don't know how he came to this conclusion, but Graham decided that he, he uh, was gonna climb up on the roof because he saw a ladder and somehow he was gonna get into the building. Graham climbed up on the roof of the church, the kids' church hall. He gets up there in his suit and the ladder falls away from the building. Now imagine driving past our church and seeing Graham standing up there on the top of the church. Now that is funny and that would have added a lot of fun to my life. The best part of it was that the family came <laughs> for the wedding and they, they couldn't open the door, knock, knock, and Graham, yoo-hoo, hey guys, yeah, I've been doing the wedding, yeah. Can you put the ladder back? <laughs> now that was fun. And there are moments of fun that happen yeah, unintentionally. But, but I'm not speaking about the fun that just sort of happens to you. I'm speaking about the fun that happens through you because you decide to have more fun. And that's what we need to actually look at today. You and I have a responsibility to make sure our life is fun. You might, you might have never thought of this. You need to take responsibility and be intentional. You can't actually blame everyone else that your life's not fun. Fun is your responsibility. So make sure you're having fun because there's nothing better for people to do in this life. You need to make sure of it. Be intentional. Now, my youngest daughter loves having fun. They both love having fun. And the question is, is it going to be fun? But Zara takes fun to a whole other level. And I know if I can add a bit of fun to it, Zara's in. 
I know these things that Zara loves. She'll sing and she's a, she loves putting makeup on and dressing up and putting as much pink on and singing and dancing. She will do it all day. But if I want her to do something else, I just have to add fun to it. Hey, you want to do this? And this is what we're going to do. Oh, that sounds like fun. As soon as I add fun, she's in. But if, I, but if it doesn't sound fun, she'll say, is that going to be fun? Like she actually, like, you know, she asks the fun question. And I know Zara will tap out because she'll go, we'll start doing something. Oh, Dad, this isn't fun. She measures everything. And the crazy thing is we do exactly the same thing. We even measure our spiritual growth on if it was fun or not. We measure it. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was good. That wasn't fun. That's why even at Kids Church, Rise Camp, let's see, Rise Camp's coming up, grade four to six, um, and then grade seven to 12, I promise you, it's going to be fun. They're going to build great friendship and they're going to have an encounter with God. They're going to hear His voice. Such a significant thing to get your child to. But that's the one thing we've learned. Kids learn while having fun. Well, think about your favorite teacher in school. Most probably was just a bit more fun. <laughs> but we need to make sure that in a life that can totally end up being meaningless, even though it's full of meaning and God's given it to us, we need to have fun because if we don't have fun, it's weird. What's significant loses value to us. We see it as hard. We don't want to face it. But you were made for it. And if you don't go for it, you're going to tap out of what God wants to do in your life. So yes, some things are hard. Education can be hard. Raising your kids can be hard. Going to work can be hard. And if you don't add fun to it, it becomes boring. It becomes hard. It becomes drudgery. It becomes mundane. So fun has to be intentional. Because God's actually given you these things. And even as He's given you children, He's blessed you to be in a marriage, or He's given you a job, or He's given you an opportunity to be at school. You need to not only see that God's given you this opportunity, but even as you do it, God's for you. He's faithful. Even when you feel faithless, you can enjoy it because you've got God backing you all the way. You can actually get up every morning. His mercies are new every morning. So I encourage you to have fun. I think once you decide to have fun, you keep yourself in the game. People who have less fun tap out too soon and walk away from what God has for them. I would like to serve God all the days of my life. It's the desire I have and it's by the grace of God that I do it. I know it's not oh, like, like something, look at me. You know, No, no. I would like to do this and I know I need His grace to do it. So what I've had to be intentional about is I, I'm, I've learned that, that leaders are high output, low maintenance. I'm low maintenance. You don't have to somehow make church fun for me. I love coming here. I wake up every day. I decide to see the joy in what I do. I've, I decide. I find my strength in God. I, I'm, I'm going to be low maintenance. I'm going to have fun uh, with, with my girls. Once we had my girls, I, I, I didn't go, there's all these other fun things. No, no. My fun is going to be with my girls now. I'm, we're going to have some fun together. So, so I've sold things, bought boards they like. You know what I mean? When I, I tore my Achilles tendon twice over a four-month period on the same leg. I know I'm 
I'm an idiot. Anyway, like I don't know how I got there. And so for 18 months I was out. Guess what? I found ways to have fun with them. It was, it, but I was not going to be put in a box. I'm going to be low maintenance. I'm going to put my hand up first and go, there's things that I'm called to. I'm going to make sure I'm having fun while I'm doing it because I want to do this the rest of my life. But if we aren't having fun in serving God, why will our kids ever want to take on our faith? Why would they ever want to go to something where we all have had a lot of lemon, we sour? We're in church again, guys. Get up, get up. Let's go. Hallelujah. <laughs> but, but when we see we'll be doing this all our life and we decide to actually get our attitude right, you're going to find... You know, um, people who decide to, they do it. You know, people with an attitude, they lighter. People who already decide to walk the second mile, walk the second mile. It's just a, the attitude's different. Cream rises to the top. Attitude determines altitude. You mean there's, there's, there's new heights you can go to, but, but you need to decide now. And, and you know what? You and I are called to be the light of the world. How can we be the light of the world with a grumpy face? You know, how can we be, bring the joy of the Lord when we only bring the judgment of the Lord? You know? <laughs> but when you and I are going to have to decide. And, and Philippians 2 verse 14 says, do everything without grumbling or arguing. The Message Bible says it like this, do everything readily and cheerfully, no bickering. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 16, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's even God's will for you to, to rejoice, to pray, and to give thanks. And, and even if you just start your day in God's will, God, I don't know what your will is. I feel like I don't know what your will is, but your scripture says this is your will. So I'm going to start my day in your will. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to pray across my day, and I'm going to thank you um, for all the things. And all of a sudden, you're going to already decide to make it a bit more fun. Number two, fun is spiritual. You might say, that's confusing. I grew up in a church where fun wasn't spiritual. Now, I grew up in a church, that, a traditional church. The only time I prayed was, please God, let my parents forget that I'm in this house. And let them let me sleep while they go to that church. We did two hours of church. I had to wear a suit. And they made us stay an extra hour for Sunday school. It was crazy. Then they had a guy in a suit do Sunday school. He was like next level boring. And he just talked to us. And then I, my sister and I would only have... Any questions? Yes. Are we done yet? Anyway, like that was the only, like the only fun. And then we did the same question. He hated our guts. Anyway, like, ah, the guy's like, you're cool. Oh, thanks, man. But I never had fun. And, and somehow we, we the, if you go to a, a church that's got no fun, you'll find they've also got less people. Because the rule is this, and I got taught this, that you'll never invite somebody to something you don't enjoy. How much more can we invite our children on a journey we're not enjoying? You know, how can your children learn to be a steward of a job if you're not enjoying your job? You have to decide, I'm going to enjoy this. How can we invite the children to what we, we want for them if, if they can't see us enjoying it? Us um, making decisions. And, and so, so we need to lead the way and, and find spiritual 
You know, I can't deliver fun via take a lot to you. Yes, money's not going to make you happy. Money can help you, but you'll meet some of the wealthiest people in the world who are the most unhappy. And then you meet some of the people who've got nothing and they're the happiest. Money's not physical. It's, it's internal. And it's a huge blessing. Um, so happiness, sorry, is internal. Proverbs 17 verse 22 says, A joyful heart is good medicine. Guys, read that again. A joyful heart is good but a broken spirit dries up the bones. It like fatigues you. It drains you. You're waking up to parent, but you're fatigued. You're waking up, going to work, but you, you're fatigued. There's a, there's a dryness. But all of a sudden you get some joy. And it's like medicine. You might say, Andre, I've got huge issues. Now, I came to church and you are talking, make it fun. I've got problems. What the heck are you talking about? This could be the most significant message you've ever heard for your marriage, for your parenting, for your work life. Because joyful, a joyful heart is the medicine you need. Because I might pray for you and you might be healed, but you haven't learned that you need to make a decision to find your strength in the Lord and start to let the joy of the Lord be your strength. So yes, I, I can't deliver fun to you physically, but the joy of God and the laughter will start to come from the inside out. You know what I love about South Africa is we laugh at everything. You know, we laugh at load shedding. We laugh in the face of load shedding. Come on. We even do a new national anthem with a generator. You mean like we, we just, I love it. <laughs> Come on. I love how resilient our people are. I think we've learned something to laugh even in hard times. We can still have fun. You don't realize how, strength, how much strength you have. It's inside. You are a strong people. I've been to other countries where they've had way less problems. And boy, they never laugh at themselves. They take themselves way too seriously. It's like you're not even allowed to joke about them. We like, you can rip us off. You guys are going, ah, yeah, we go down there. We're going nowhere. Anyway, then tomorrow we'll be up again. Don't worry, bro. We'll laugh our way and we'll get stronger. The crazy thing is about some of the countries I've been to, their suicide rates the highest in those countries. Of course, it's the enemy's plan. But what, what, what gets people to be so serious about themselves, never laugh, have everything they need, and find no meaning in life? I'll go to Ireland. They've gone through hard times. You know, they eat so many potatoes, but it's because that one time there was a war and that's all they could eat. Now they have potato with everything. The reason I'm telling you that is 
Irish laugh at themselves. You go to Ireland, they are laughing. They rip us off, we rip them off. It's a, it's a great time. We go to another country, me and my Irish friend, because I'm involved in the church there, and we can't crack jokes because they're too serious. And I, I see it, I go, you guys have learned to laugh in hard times. Why, you've understood strength. Because that's what the Scripture's teaching us. If you don't add that ingredient, tough times will just become tougher. But if you add laughter, joy, you're going to be giving yourself a medicine. Nehemiah teaches us this. The joy of the Lord is my? But God's grace, we're resilient as a nation. Because there's been a joy in this nation, even in the hardest of seasons. But the joy of the Lord is our. In another version, he says, do not grieve. It's like, think about it. They're building a wall. They're, they're restoring the temple. They're doing the spiritual work. Can you imagine how spiritual it is? And their spiritual leader gets up and says, guys, do not grieve. But you know how hard it is? We've got opposition. We're trying to build these walls for years. And now they, they're coming against us. We're fighting with a sword back to back. This is hard. Yet do not grieve. Why? Because the joy of the Lord, your strength. You need to be strong. What we're building is going to require strength. And if we're going to stay strong, we better stay joyful. We're not going to be overcome by the uh, oppression and the, the things. We better protect our strength. And that's why don't ever, you're not a victim. You've got Jesus in your life. There'll be things that come against you. You protect your strength. You protect your strength. You're going to need it for your marriage. You're going to need it for your parenting. You're going to need it for your career. You protect your strengths. The joy of the Lord is your strength. What's these huge benefits? Laughter lowers blood pressure, increases endorphins. It calms you, fights depression, and it works out your abs. All massive benefits. Number three, fun is relational. Fun actually brings people together. People build community via laughter. You've never met somebody you laugh together? Walls break down. You build family via laughter. You'll build your marriage via laughter. Make sure. You have fun. It's a huge blessing. Marriages get stronger. Relationships with kids get stronger. Children want to go where they're having fun. If the home's always tense and they're always fighting, they'll run to the neighbor's house where they're having fun. You need to decide to have fun. You know, even at work, workplace is better when they're having fun. If the team is not fun, it won't function. It won't be functional. If you want something to function, the only way to get there is to first write the word fun. It's only a play on word, but you think about it. If you want your marriage to function, you need to start by writing the word fun. Lastly, fun is attractive. I 
course, one day your kids are going to leave the house. You want them to come back and, and do life together. Well, fun, the fun you had with them when they were young and the fun you have in your house, will, it will be refreshing. It will attract them to the house. Make sure you're having fun. People stay longer at companies that are more fun. It's a study that's it's proven. Church. People only invite their friends to a church that they enjoy. Where they're having fun. Psalm 122 verse 1 says, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Church should be enjoyed. People learn way better when they're having fun, actually from Scripture. God created us. He put a sense of humor inside of us. God has got, let's face it, God's better than all of us. God's got the best sense of humor. Come on, man. He asked us to lead the church. He is so, man. He's got the best sense of humor. But church should be fun. We're not having a funeral every week. Christ defeated the grave. He rose. We're having a celebration every week. The same power that conquered the grave lives in me. As church is a celebration, it should be fun. Fun is attractive. If you're single and you're trusting to meet somebody, have some more fun. Think about it. Like, like you know, if you always, some guy comes up to you and you're not happy. Hi. Okay, no, no. This is a hi. It's going to be way easier. But, but fun, honestly, it's, it's, it attracts. Children are attracted to fun. People are attracted to fun. Of course, why should we be celebrating? Well, Jesus is alive. He loves you. He defeated death. He adores you. You have a reason to be grateful, to be joyful. He comes to give you life and life abundantly. So even as you tap into fun, you step into what He wants for you. You know, tonight we're watching the rugby. Like so many people from other churches phone, guys phone, what are you doing this week? And then we all chat to each other. And then we decide to watch the rugby. One game. Then, then of course, then you have your people who go, can't believe you not doing church to watch rugby. No, no, as a, but and I get that. I'm like, I don't know where they're at. I don't know them well enough. But they don't know that I've been here for 27 years and I'm planning to serve God the rest of my life. And so we're going to watch some rugby tonight. Like, I'm going, if, you, if you're not committed to something, I, I get why you're always tense. They don't want to have any fun. And the, the guys who actually complain about us watching rugby, I promise you, they've been probably not committed to a local church. They've never served a local church, never been there for 27 years. And, and, and I think people who are fully committed find way more time to have fun. They see, I'm going to be in this the rest of my life, so I might as well make it fun. <laughs> like, you know? But people who are uncommitted, they're always arguing, throwing Bible verses, they're always arguing, they're just online. I'm like, who are they? What are they building? They don't understand family. Their families need to have fun. I want to pray for you quickly. God, I pray 
that you help us to add fun as an ingredient into our marriage, into our parenting, into our work life, into our season as a student, into our season as a single person. God, whatever season, I pray you help us uh, to find our strength in you. Um, that your joy, thank you, God, is our strength. And I pray we find that, God. I pray even over the next two weeks that even as we look at what Scripture, how Scripture teaches us to walk in joy, to walk in gratitude, God, that we could learn to apply this to our life in Jesus' name. Then for anyone who's not in relation with Jesus, and you know you've maybe drifted, you, you've actually walked away from Jesus. And even as I've spoken, you felt... Jesus is actually saying, come back to me. You almost have to recommit your life, coming back to Him. Maybe He's not first in your life anymore. And you actually want to say, Jesus, I receive your forgiveness. You're Lord of my life. You're not second or third. You're first in my life. And that's what you, 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 say, you know you need to do this morning. For others, you've never asked Him to forgive you of your sins. Scripture says, as we confess that we're sinners, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. And, and he, he forgives us. We don't earn it, but we receive it. We confess, we uncover where we're at and He covers it by His grace. And if that's you, you either need to come back to Jesus or for the first time, ask Him to forgive you. you you're coming back, ask Him to be Lord of your life for the first time or for the first time, ask Him to forgive you of your sins and for Him to be Lord of your life. I'd love to lead you in a prayer. With every eye closed, just out of respect for people who are going to make a decision. If that's you, just give me a wave. Say, Andre, include me in that prayer. I need to come back to Jesus. I need to ask Him to be Lord of my life. If that's you, you felt God speaking to you, just give me a wave quickly. God bless you. Anyone else? Just give me a wave. God bless you. Anyone else? Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. Let's pray together. Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner. Thank you that you're faithful and just to forgive me of my sins. Jesus, be the Lord of my life, first place in my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Come on, thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can I ask everyone just to look to their right? Yaku's opened a the door there. We've got men and women counselors. If you put your hand up, your next step is to tell somebody that you made a decision. You can go there with a family member or friend if you don't want to go by yourself. But they can also tell you about how you can do our foundational group. Um, if you need any prayer, you can also go there. We've got, we got prayer counsellors. First time guests, you grab your first coffee at the God Can Banner and you can find out about View Group as well. Remember Rice Camp, sign your child up for Rice Camp. And of course, we hope to see you guys uh, tonight. Have a great Sunday. God bless you.